The Garden District is known for its impressive historic homes, wrought iron fencing, beautiful gardens, and notable residents, both the living and the dead. For this neighborhood is home to many stories of those that have never left and still remain today, unwilling to leave behind their beloved home, a favorite corner, or the lingering shadow of a special oak tree. 1239 First Street, known as Rosegate due to its lush climbing roses along the garden fencing, as well as the Brevard Rice House, is one such place. From the outside, it is striking in its classic architectural style, its grand garden, and its noted spot tucked into the garden district, but is also known for a few famous owners, its inspiration of two novels, and a ghost or two who lurk among its halls and porch. The home was built in the 1850s in the Greek Revival style popular at the time. It has five bedrooms, six full bathrooms, two half baths, and nearly 9,000 square feet of living space. It was the epitome of luxury and status, with murals, ornate millwork, a large heated saltwater pool, fish pond, guest house, staff house, and elaborate garden. It was built by James Calrow and Charles Pride in 1857 for $13,000 and most recently sold for $4.5 million. Albert Hamilton Brevard, who commissioned the house, was, according to history, quote, a wealthy merchant with taste for the finer things in life. At the time of its construction, the house contained many conveniences, such as hot and cold running water in all four of his bedrooms. However, Brevard had little time to really enjoy his mansion. He died there only two years after he moved in. Brevard shot himself on the front porch. Perhaps it was a business deal gone wrong? Was he plagued by some other sinister plots? Was his mind tortured by some unknown threat? Those facts are unknown, but although his body may have left the home, his soul still remains. His is just one of the spectral inhabitants that could not, or perhaps would not leave, for he is said to lurk upon the porch. He lingers, appearing as a shadowy mist, a cool breeze that chills to the bone, a shudder that is there and then suddenly gone, just like that. In 1869, Brevard's daughter sold the house to a Reverend Emery Clapp and his newly wed wife, Pamela. A prominent member of the First Unitarian Church, Reverend Clapp installed a library elaborate mirrors, and various refinements. Prominent visitors enjoyed spending time in the home, such as poet Walt Whitman, among others. Reverend Clapp took much pride in his home and enjoyed smoking tobacco in his library. The Reverend died in 1881. Perhaps a whiff of smoke remains. Pamela continued to live in the house, enclosing a gallery and installing an elevator on one side. She died in 1934 and is buried in the Clapp tomb in Metairie Cemetery with her husband Emery, 
daughter Sarah Clapp Day and her second husband Robert Slark Day. While her physical remains are located in the family tomb, her spirit remains in her beloved home. It is said that she appears in the living room as was claimed by the owners of the home during the 1950s. Perhaps she is still planning her next garden party or arranging for the redecoration of the parlor or simply enjoying a glass of sherry at the end of a long day. The home would pass through a few more owners until perhaps its most famous and celebrated inhabitants would move in. From 1989 to 2004, the house was the home of Stan and Anne Rice, celebrated author and New Orleans icon. Anne Rice skyrocketed to celebrity status with the publication of Interview with a Vampire in the 1980s, followed by a string of best-selling novels and the adaptation of her works into film and television. In response to the success of Interview with a Vampire, some strange goings-on became part and parcel of life at the Brevard Rice House. According to Atlas Obscura, quote, this tale of the vampire Lestat became such a pop culture phenomenon, fans would camp outside her home for days on end. Rice famously egged on the whole spectacle, inviting fans into her home, throwing elaborate Halloween bashes, even making appearances in a coffin." Quote. Perhaps inspired by the ghostly inhabitants of Pamela Clapp within her home, Rice created a world of witches that were based at a fictional version of her home, the Mayfairs. Rice set the stage for the family of Mayfair witches in her home, living among the rooms, the stairs, the swimming pool. Within the pages of the Mayfair witches, the Brevard Rice house became as much a star as the characters themselves. But although Rice had a unique knack for tapping into the haunted homes and streets of New Orleans, creating some of the most well-known spooky stories in American literature, the woman herself was reportedly deathly afraid of running into a ghost. Again, according to Atlas Obscura, quote, she was reportedly quite intimidated by the idea of witnessing her own domestic ghost, Pamela, arguing in the press she would have not mentally survived an experience with a spectral manifestation, quote. Perhaps her spirit will also return to join the afterlife party in her home. One can imagine Anne and Pamela, along with good-natured Emery and a probably surly Albert who refuses to leave the porch, holding court in one of the many mirrored parlors, spinning tales and lurking in corners to whisper in visitors' ears. At the Brevard Rice House, all are welcome, both the living and the dead. Stay tuned after a brief commercial break to hear a little extra for Anne Rice fans. Beyond the Grave is brought to you by New Orleans Magazine. For over 55 years, New Orleans Magazine has been the leading city magazine celebrating life in New Orleans. From cooking, dining, and travel, to history and people profiles. The writers and editorial team deliver the unique style of New Orleans to you, the reader. 
Get New Orleans Magazine directly to your mailbox each month by subscribing at myneworleans.com slash subscribe. Want more content throughout the month? Sign up for the magazine's daily newsletter that displays the same passion for our city, the people who live here, and the stories our personalities tell daily at myneworleans.com slash newsletter. For more information or to speak to our subscriptions manager, call 504-828-1380. Come celebrate life in New Orleans with us. If you are an Anne Rice fan, there are several self-guided walking tours you can take with a casual stroll through the Garden District or the French Quarter. Some highlights include St. Louis Cemetery No. 1, which houses Anne Rice's vampire character Louis's tomb, Lafayette Cemetery No. 1, which is haunted by characters from both Interview with a Vampire and the Mayfair Witches, Gallier House, which was the model for Lestat and Louis's home, and Hotel Monteleon, the inspiration for Aaron Leitner's house in The Witching Hour. The restaurant's Commander's Palace, Café du Monde, Court of Two Sisters, and Galatoise all served meals to characters throughout her books as well. For more information, we will include links in this episode's show notes and at myneworleans.com. Stay spooky.